Welcome to the Disneyland Forever Podcast, your source for all things from the happiest place on earth. For more updates, make sure that you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Disneyland Forever, and you can check out our website, DisneylandForever.com. Hello, it's Jordan and Daniel, and I don't know about you, I'm really getting sick of living in a winter wonderland. Yeah, it's January 94th though. I know, that's what everyone's been saying, and normally I would just be like, oh, people are so witty, but now I'm like, no, seriously. Yeah, we're just south of Salt Lake, and there's 12 inches of snow on the ground that just happened in the last two days. Happy April! But it's supposed to be in the 60s in like three days, so it's definitely going to melt. Hopefully no flooding. Yeah, jeez. I mean, I'm just, ugh. I want there to be some greenery, and I'm tired of the snow. So We can I, just go spray paint the snow green. <laughs> Because that's going to make everything better. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm hanging on to the hope that there will be greener days ahead and warmer days ahead because this is just getting ridiculous and tired of dropping through the snow. Uh, so for today, we decided that we wanted to talk a little bit about character dining at Disneyland, uh, the places that you can do that, the prices, what, like, what makes them different, what they entail, so you can kind of decide if this is something that you want to do with your family, and if so, which one is going to be the best option for you. It does not involve eating Mickey or Minnie or Pluto or... Yeah, I'm sure that a lot of people thought that it was going to. Just wanted to clear up the misconception. You know, it happens quite often in our podcast that there's like this long pause of nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the people out there aren't appreciating his glaring stare. I think you can assume that it's you happening. You can assume it's happening. So we'll get into that. Uh, make sure, though, it does, as a reminder, that if you are really loving what you're listening to, like five stars-ish liking it, then you can go on to Apple or Spotify or Audible and you can leave us a five-star rating. And if you'd like to take a little bit more time, you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then we will read that on the air. And we just really appreciate when you guys do that. It helps us get found by other people and it gives us some really good feedback so that we can move forward from there. Yeah, just your weekly reminder to please make sure that you do that if you haven't already. And thank you again to those who already have because we really, really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to be honest. We actually don't have a lot of news at all. Like it's been very, very quiet, which I guess is a good thing because it's been really busy for a while, but now it's getting a little bit quieter. So we only have like two news stories unless we so something comes to our mind as we're talking. Yeah, I was hoping, I was assuming the the worst with all the layoffs that there would be like no cast members anymore. But it's evidently like ABC, Freeform, um, Marvel, Marvel people, uh, high yeah. execs of uh, Bob Chapek's holdout. So as as hard as it is, and as much as I would really wish that everyone would keep their job. I have to kind of applaud Bob Iger for deciding that we'll have these layoffs happen from higher up because I think that's a they can lay off fewer fewer people and still have the same effect financially, um, and b they're not laying off the people who uh, are 
the lowest wage earners yep. in the company. So in an ideal world, everyone would keep their job. And I'm not saying like celebrating that these people are laid well, off, but yeah, the executives are probably getting severance packages of billions of dollars. So for the executives, <laughs> there's other people that are not executives yeah. that are getting laid off, but uh, so not like saying, Oh my gosh, how positive it's just more like it could have been a lot it worse. Been worse. So there's one that is not one of the two stories, nope. but yeah, that has been happening and making a lot of headlines about things. Uh, one news story is last week we mentioned to you that they were trying out a new system for the single rider line at space mountain. Evidently uh, it didn't go over well or something. I guess <laughs> from my hair now is that basically it's going the way that it used to. You enter, you enter the single rider line through the exit and you just go a different direction. People have probably didn't like having to actually talk to people or something. I think it was weird. It is a weird concept, but... It was a weird concept. So basically, it's just follow the signs from the exit, and it'll direct you to where the single rider line is. But, yeah, just... I, I don't really know... I'm interested to know who came up with that idea. Yeah. So, no free Genie Plus Lightning Lane for you if you're doing single rider anymore. That was just such a weird weird thing for them to test out to say you are now a group of four <laughs> because you've just been introduced to this single writer. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, but it's, they're no longer doing that just regular single writer now through the exit of space mountain, uh, sticking in Tomorrowland, the new Disney vacation club member lounge, uh, is going to be opening on the 19th of April. Yay. Uh, this is going to be located at the, um, from what I understand, it's supposed to be in the upper level of Star Wars Launch Bay. We will find out because Star Wars Launch Bay has not been open since COVID, so still has the sign. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand that. Uh, I'm, I'm very confused. That and the, the, this lounge is called the uh, Starview Station in Tomorrowland, and they released some more like concept art of the lounge and to be quite honest I, the images almost make it look like it's taking up the entire building which would be weird because i don't know why they would want to waste the space for the yeah. entire building to be the member lounge when there's not it's not going to be used anywhere near as much as epcot's there's not yeah. as many dvc members in california as there are in florida are definitely not <laughs> so um a lot of utahns <laughs> yeah uh jessica from happiest place on earth uh she happiest blog on earth Sorry. Uh, she she also has been to the happiest place on earth. <laughs> she has. No, uh, she men mentioned to me, she's like, you're the only people that I know who would use this. I'm like, I know it's not going to yeah. be super terribly used. But uh, yeah, it's just weird to me that it looks almost like they're going to use the whole space. But even if they don't, they haven't opened up the Star Wars launch bay. So then I don't know how you're going to get in. Yeah, I'm super confused. Because as far as I know, the only way to get up there to the second level is inside. There's a ramp on the um, outside. That really oh. long curved ramp. Oh yeah, but that would be weird. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, I mean, we, when we are next in the parks, it'll be after this opens, so we'll be able to know for certain for certain then. Um, if you are a DVC member, or if you happen to know someone who's a DVC member, because they can get you in, they have. Get, I think you're allowed a certain number of yeah. people just on a single membership. Um, it's just a place to go relax. Once it warms up, it'll be a nice place to cool down. <laughs> and you Warm, get, what's that? <laughs> yeah. There are free beverages inside and some snacks. They have DVC, um, what do they call them? Just DVC agents. 
inside that can answer questions. And I, they sometimes have like some photo op things going on. It's not like it's the most, oh, places to charge your phone or your mm-hmm. other devices. It's not like it's the most amazing place in the world, but it's just really handy to have a nice, nice to chill. And it's quieter than a lot of the other places to go chill, which is nice. This is based off the Epcot lounge, yeah. I should say. Um, Above Figment. Um, what's what's always funny to me is we check in and it, at the one in Epcot and they say, okay, we'll put you on the wait list um, and then come back when, within 15 minutes of your text. And then we get texted like three minutes later and you go upstairs and there's only like four families there. <laughs> like what is going on? I think they were texting everybody at the same time. But, but still, I was like, yeah. this, even in Epcot, it's not always that busy. No. So, so I imagine yeah. Tomorrowlands is going to be the Starview Station. That's what I said, right? Yeah. yeah. I imagine it's going to be a lot less crowded than the Epcot one. So yeah, even if you're not a DVC member, uh, I did have somebody online who asked, um, is, do you have to be a DVC member? Like they were asking like, what if you are just staying on DVC points, but you're not a DVC member? They do. Nope. You can't. Yeah. You actually have to be a DVC member with a minimum number of points in order to get this benefit. I think it's 150. Is that the one we decided on our other episode? Yeah, so you have to show your digital card. Like for me, it's in my Apple wallet thing and I have to actually like go into it to show there's certain like letters that are uh, that are shown on the card so yeah, it's, they're very sticklers on it yeah they really are uh, but if you happen to have like even one person in your group who's a DVC member as I mentioned they can check in and you can bring a certain number of guests in probably your whole party I don't yeah, think I don't, they, they I don't think they have a limit you, I think they just say oh you're a member how many people in your party yeah just don't, and they just let you don't bring like a hundred but it's probably up yeah. to like 10 or 12. So again, I know this applies to a small minority of people, but you never know. And uh, it's definitely less exclusive than Club 33, even though I think Club 33 is probably enjoyed by more people. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I wish we knew someone who was a Club 33 member. I wish we were Club 33 members. <laughs> anyway, so that's actually the news. Like, it, that's what I was saying. Like, it's kind of a slow week, but I guess that's a good thing that it's a slow week. Uh, so we can get into character dining and talk more about it. So there are, if you didn't already know, there are four places where you can uh, do character dining at Disneyland. Only one in the parks. Uh, The only one in the parks is Plaza Inn. But then the other three are in the hotels. So you also have Goofy's Kitchen, which is at the Disneyland Hotel. And then Storyteller's Cafe and the Napa Rose, which are both at the Grand Californian. They used to have one at the Paradise Pier Hotel. Who knows if they're going to do a new There will not be. Oh, they did? No. The new restaurant they're building at the Pixar Place Hotel is not going to be character dining. Oh. Well. It's going to be nice, but it's not going to be character dining. But yeah. There used to be one there with Stitch. (laughs) Jordan liked meeting Stitch. I know. But so we're going to go through each of these and just kind of talk about the price points and what kind of experience, like the food that you can expect, the kind of experience it is, the characters that typically show up. We cannot guarantee any characters because they change all the time, but... The ones we have seen. The one that gives you an idea. So let's start off... Let's start off with the only one in the parks. Yeah. So Plaza Inn is at the end of Main Street over toward Tomorrowland. Uh, for lunch and dinner, it is not character dining, but for breakfast, it is. In so, fact, for lunch and dinner, it's not... It's a quick service. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's kind of a weird breakfast. Like, the it's it's a buffet, but it has a feeling of, like, this is meant for a quick service. So if you've ever been it's in kind the, of weird inside. But. Yeah, if you've ever been in the Plaza Inn for lunch or dinner, it operates much in the same way, just different menu offerings. Like, where you 
some of the things you grab and put on your tray and other things you have to go up to the line and have someone on the line serve it for you. Um, but it is a buffet technically because yep. it is all you can eat. Um, so it, uh, you have to have reservations obviously. Um, and it is $75 for adults and $35 for children three to nine. Um, you check in and then you first get to take a picture with Minnie and it is a free photo pass for you. So they or did they, or was it? I think so. Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. It's included. Um, so that's fun. And then there's indoor and outdoor dining. Last time we were there, it was freezing, but thankfully we had a little heater by us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the restaurant itself is kind of small. So most tables are outside. Yeah. Um, so you go inside and so they have like a little like dessert slash, uh, pastries, pastry area. And then they have two lines of the same. So they have, um, like scrambled eggs, uh, biscuits and gravy, bacon, like the standard breakfast stuff. They have pancakes and waffles. Yeah. Pancakes, waffles, a huge amount of, uh, drinks. There's like hot chocolate, coffee, like sodas, if you still want them. Cause it's obviously still lunch, dinner place. And then a lot of juices. So, and there's a yogurt bar. Mm -hmm. That's right. And well. cereal, mm-hmm. it's all cereal area, but yeah, you can. It's all you can eat. Uh, you can go as many times as you want. Um, the characters that we've seen there are often very random. We've seen like Geppetto and Peter Pan, Peter Pan, Hook, um, some of the like the fairy godmother. Yes, uh, some of the mice from Cinderella. Yeah, so random. Uh, Daisy was there the last time. Usually characters from Winnie the Pooh. Like, Tigger is often there as well. Uh, so this one, I would say it's like this random assortment of characters. Didn't we see Max one time? Yeah. It's just, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's a weird random assortment <laughs> of characters, but it's kind of fun. And each time we've been there, there have been different ones. So Yeah, never the same. Um, so, yeah, um, in general, if you haven't done character dining or don't know how it works, the characters will come to your table in kind of a rotation, like you'll see them going table to table. You don't need to get up, tell your children, don't get up and go accost them because they will come to you and it kind of messes up their rotation with the character and the character attendant. Yeah, so, so please, please stay in your at your table. I know your child or sometimes the adult, let's be honest. Yes. Gets <laughs> very, very, very excited that the character's out, but you need to wait. They have a, a system and it's really hard for the character and the attendant to keep track of where they are in the rotation if you are moving out of order. If one of your members of your party absolutely loves some character and misses it because they're going to get food, let the character attendant know they will bring them back. So that happened miss- with you one time at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you missed Mickey. And <laughs> I just so told <laughs> I told Mickey, like, uh, you know, he really loves you, and but he's he's gone to the bathroom right now. And yep. so you come back in a little bit, and he did. Yes, he did. It was fun. So yeah, hang hang tight. They will work with you. They're they're the rotation, like you only see them once, most likely. So because there's so many tables. But. And if you happen to be gone getting food while they come while they're coming to your spot in the rotation, don't worry. That's another thing that they're keeping track of is who wasn't at their table so they can come back. Yeah. And they will get to you. Uh, but you know, you don't have to go and 
flag them down. Not to mention sometimes we're on the butt end of that too, where the characters are almost stolen away from our table because someone else wanted to see them. I'm like, you know, we, we want to too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes very rarely we've had it where since they just see that there's two adult men, they like kind of wave to us and then walk on. We're like, no, we still want a picture with you. Not <laughs> often. No, but it's not some, often. Sometimes happens. So, yeah. So that's it for inside the parks. I don't know why there's not more. I guess. Well, just in not California Adventure, I don't think that there's a lot of options because you need a lot of space they to could, be able to do this. They could do lamplight. No, I don't think that would work. Hmm. I I I can't imagine that working. They filled lamplight with so many things. It would be difficult yeah, for them to true. walk around. So um, the quintessential one that hopefully a lot of people have gone to. If you haven't, you need to. It's been there since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, Goofy's Kitchen in the Disneyland Hotel. Um, so it's sixty dollars for adults and thirty two dollars for children. Um, you get you first when you check in get to get a picture with Goofy and his chef's hat. It could be Goofy. Sometimes it's been Pluto in a oh, chef's true. hat. Sometimes yep. I've seen people sharing pictures of Minnie, Chef Minnie. Cute. So it's always usually one of the main, main characters dressed up at the like, Fab Five in their chef costumes, not Mickey. No. Um, Fab Four. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes Mickey is there, but he's not the one that you take yeah. pictures with at the beginning. But yeah, uh, from there you go to your table. This one is a very traditional buffet, so you just go grab and go. It's self-serve. Lots of things, um, including things like if you have a certain request of things, mm-hmm. ask the chefs there. They will make weird stuff. One of our fr- or one of our family members wanted a steak, and they made a steak for oh, him. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you have people in your family that are not big breakfast fans, but they want to do a character dining, this is a great place to go because they have a lot of options that have nothing to do with breakfast. It is a huge buffet. Huge buffet. That's really well done. And um, also, this is the only one of the character dining options that is not exclusive to breakfast. You can do lunch and dinner there. It is character dining all day long. Yep, and buffet all day long. So mm-hmm. we haven't. We've never done non-breakfast. No, to me, character dining is just so quintessentially yeah, breakfast. It is. Um, but this one, if I remember correctly, since. In the last few years, it seems like the characters have typically been more of like the standard ones, like Chip yeah. and Dale. It, even when I was a kid, it was Minnie, Pluto, Goofy. My pictures uh, with regular film and not digital that I tried to upload were, um, yeah, like Chip and Dale, Goofy, Pluto. So it's super, super fun. But yeah, you're going to get more of the classic characters. Uh, the food is really, really good. Uh, I That's one of my biggest things about it is that it's. I, I really like the selection of food. The environment is fun. The only downside is that if you're not staying on property, it really is far away yes. from everything. Because it's not just in the Disneyland Hotel. It's, it's the on the far end yeah. by the convention center. <laughs> um, as far as I remember, we haven't done it since COVID. Um, no. But I think they had like an omelet bar, which was pretty awesome. They did. yeah. Um, I think all the places have omelet, omelet bars except for one. Except for Plaza. No, I think. Did Plaza not? I don't think so. I thought you went and got an omelet. Mm-mm. No, it was oh. just like the regular stuff. Well, okay, never mind. Um, but yeah, and just like so many pastries, I remember. And yeah, and this, the, the, all of them have like the little Mickey waffles, the regular. Yeah, you t- got tiny to. Tiny Mickey waffles. You've got to. Um, so Goofy's Kitchen, is it is a lot of fun. But yeah, it's the one thing that I know people kind of nag about on is the fact that it's just so far away from everything. But it's it's a really fun experience. You can and always it, take the monorail. You can <laughs> always take the monorail. It gets you real, real close. So especially if you're going to go there for like lunch or dinner, because yeah. then you can start in the parks and then take the monorail over to downtown Disney. And then vice versa, take it back into the parks. Yep. 
Unless so. you're a DCA and you're one part per <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I don't know. Uh, I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe walk through the Grand Californian to get there. Maybe. Yeah. So that's it. We've done inside the parks and at the Disneyland Hotel. The other two options are both in the Grand Californian Hotel. And in fact, they're right next door to each other. Uh, the first one is Storyteller's Cafe. This has the exact same price point as Goofy's Kitchen. It is $60 for adults and $32 for kids. It is just a typical buffet. It's a little bit, it's quite a bit smaller than Goofy's Kitchen. But what they have is really, really, really good. This one has an omelet bar, doesn't it? I, th- I, I swear th- it does. I th- oh no! Yeah, they you order at your table and they That's bring it out. That's right. Yes, yes, it's different. And it's so yeah. You ask your server, and they have like all so many different uh, mix or not mix-ins. It's not mix-ins. It's not ice cream <laughs> <laughs> ingredients, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just so good, and like so many different drinks. All the drinks are included. I love the dessert bar. We'll just we'll just say like, can you bring me orange juice, hot chocolate, oh, coffee, water? They have great service there too. I mean, it's all so the well places done. have pretty good service. Um, I mean, granted, Plaza Inn doesn't really have waiter, waiters and waitresses like that. Goofy's Kitchen does, and I mean, you're never going to see a bottom to your drink. Just the same at Storytellers. <laughs> it's not Storytellers isn't the hugest buffet, but it has really good food. What they have is fantastic. It's like high end stuff, like even like uh, kippered salmon and like cheeses and. Um, I was say, don't they have like uh, like this bagels and lox thing. and yeah, stuff? Yeah, bagels, uh, all different kinds of not just pastries, but like yeah, different breads and stuff. Um, and then of course the traditional breakfast stuff. Like they have, they also have a lot of like uh, plant based stuff. I remember. I mean, yep. they the other they might have them in some of the other yeah. Options, there's like a plant based hash. They or always something. have a plant based hash. I think they usually have. Uh, I was going to say with eggs. They don't have plant-based eggs. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they try to have a few options. They have impossible ha- hashes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's really good. Which we've tried, actually, and they're quite mm-hmm. delicious. I think we tried most most things at those. So. The fun thing about Storytellers. Oh, and so much fresh fruit. Oh, yes. Yes, they do. It's really good. Uh, the one fun thing about Storytellers is that it's hosted by Mickey and Minnie. It's the, what did they call it? Like the adventurers. Yeah, they're like explorers or adventurers. Uh, and, and so the they're all in this like, little outfits. <laughs> these little explorer outfits everywhere. So it's usually uh, Mickey and Minnie and Chip and Dale and Pluto. And then, yeah, like every 15 or 20 minutes or so, they have like, they come out and kind of dance around and you have, have the kids come and dance with them mm-hmm. and do a little like parade There's so around, much space so. there. It may, they can do it really easily. But then they still come to your tables too. Mm-hmm. Uh, during, during COVID we went and they did not but <laughs> but if you're really desperate to meet Mickey during character dining this is your option it's actually your sole option because <laughs> yeah. he's not in any of the other ones but this one he, he and Minnie host this one it is fun and very yeah upbeat atmosphere um, the Storytellers Cafe is open for lunch and dinner but they don't do character stuff for lunch or dinner yes so um, lastly if you have a spare like $40 billion. Then you might want to try the Napa Rose for breakfast. <laughs> we have not done it yet. It just started a few months ago. Right? No, it was a few or, years ago. Oh, it was a couple years ago. They did start it just shortly before COVID. Ah. Um, so it's a princess breakfast. Uh, it's it's, it's real cheap. Yeah, $125 per person. No matter the age. Even if they're a kid. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is an arm and a leg. Um, but they, they bill it as um, a very private experience with different princesses. On Disneyland's website, it says about that you can either do story time with Belle or learn warrior moves with Mulan and you get a... a, a Private picture on some sort of private deck. It says I think or it's the balcony that's out in the back. Oh yeah, the back. The yeah, the one that go- looks out onto California Adventure. 
you can go, they have things going on out there. They think, they think they said the princesses greet you when you first come yeah. in. This one is not a buffet. It is a three course meal. They keep yep. billing it as a breakfast. So the options on there do not sound very <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. Some of the, so they, there are starters, um, like different, uh, pastries. And then they said there's like this three tiered thing they okay. could bring out. Um, the, but yeah, the entrees, a lot of them are either like pork or Super beef savory. or I'm like, I do not, I would love to eat that at dinner time, but, but not for breakfast. That is not for me. And then they do have desserts. Um, oh, and it said, it said something about like the most amazing scrambled eggs you will ever have. I'm like, I think it's, it's a perfect scrambled yeah, eggs. Yeah. I was like, that's probably just the normal ones that are for yep. some reason wet. Disney makes them wet, but they're still good. <laughs> I think that's actually technically how they're supposed to be made. I like them. Yeah. I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. That's and then fine. there's different desserts, including cake pops and macarons. I don't know if, I don't know if that's all, 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 all you can eat. I would assume so. I don't know. But it's it's definitely a higher end experience. This is supposed to be like more one on one time with the kids. I don't know that they have a lot of problems selling this one out. No, when we've walked by, there's like five families in there. Yeah, it's <laughs> so you will get a lot of one on one time if you if your kids love princesses. But, but it is the priciest option by far. Evidently, the kids get some sort of take home thing. I don't know what that I don't is. know what that is. It better be something in fourteen karat gold for that price. I don't think that it is, but. <laughs> so that, but that is the option. That's the only princess option. There are not princesses on any of the other. Um, I mean, character dining experiences. Honestly, the Napa Rose dinners are not super made for kids. Like you can take them, but it's just such a like quiet adult atmosphere. So if this is the only time you can think you can take your small children, then and you have tons of money, then by all means do it. But because the Napa Rose. Restaurant is gorgeous inside and it's just an amazing atmosphere. But I'm sure the food is really, really good, but I don't know that we're going to try this one because I it doesn't, there's not much about it that really speaks to us. Nope. But it is an option for you. So um, hopefully this helps you kind of figure out which one's going to be best for you and your family. Because uh, we have mentioned the two cheapest ones are Goofy's Kitchen and Storytellers, but Plaza Inn is super convenient because it's inside the parks, which is nice. Uh, may, oh, another thing to mention about Plaza Inn. Yes, you do have to have a park reservation for that day. Yes. <laughs> in order to eat there. You can't, you can't have just, a, you can't just show up and say, but I have dining reservations. Yeah. They'll be like, that's nice. You're no, not getting it's it. It's on the fine print. Uh, all the other ones, you do not need to be staying there <laughs> nope. at those hotels. You just show up and you can go to the restaurants. Yep. So that is one nice thing. Um, but I think that's the... And there's parking at both places, obviously. Yes. <laughs> yes, there is. So I think that's I think that's the, the main things to take away from this. It's a super fun experience. We still love going as adults because it's just fun. <laughs> yeah. And Character think, dining's great. It's more of just the fun atmosphere, especially seeing the kids interact oh, yeah. with... 100%. With the characters. It's super cute. Yeah. So hopefully this helped you guys out. Um, as always, if you are looking to plan your vacation, then you can work with our friends at Getaway Today. If you use our link in the description here, that also helps us out. It still saves you a lot of money, but then it also is a way to support us. And uh, we already mentioned about leaving us a reading or review on Apple or Spotify or Audible. Make sure that you're following us on Facebook or Instagram at Disneyland Forever. Those handles are also in the description. And make sure you subscribe so you can get all our podcasts as they drop. Yeah. If you don't have a lot of money and you're in Las Vegas, 
you could have character dining with, with the, no. the off-brand Mickey Mouse. No, 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 no. Walking around. Please don't do Square. that. Please don't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not the same. Not a good thing. Um, yeah, that would be interesting. Mickey Mice. Yeah, Mickey Mice. Oh, my gosh. I think it's time for us to sign off. All right. We'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.